Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help, and yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom, Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Hey folks, it's Lyle. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to talk to you guys about a new thing I'm doing where you can help support my lizard endeavors by becoming a premium member of this podcast over at therapygecko.supercast.com. Premium members or geck legends as I call them, will be able to get every new and existing episode of Therapy Gecko completely ad-free. You'll also get a bonus podcast episode once a month, a bonus live show episode once a month from all of the live shows I've been doing around the world, a members-only live stream once a month. Plus, you'll also support my ability to continue hopefully doing this podcast for a long time, doing it around the world, and also supporting my ability to occasionally go eat a slice of of pizza. Go to therapygecko.supercast.com or find the link in the episode description to become a Geck legend today. All right, let's get into the episode. Hi. Hi, Lyle. Hey, is this Susan? It sure is. What's going on, Susan? How's life? Uh, it's good. I actually um, just saw you in Portland. My daughter lives there, and she took me to your show, and it was great. Oh, sick. Wait, which, which one did you go to, the early one or the late one? I saw the one with the lady with the condom in her nose and out the mouth. Ah, that one was pretty good. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, that, thanks for coming. That was did hilarious. You, did you know about my podcast before you came to the to the show? Um, yeah, she had introduced that to me before, and I thought you were hilarious. And when she said she had tickets, I was like, yeah, I want to go. And it was a good show. Good, good. I'm glad you had fun. Yeah, there's this whole, uh, I just got off of a whole run of the Pacific Northwest, and that was a really fun-ass time. Did I hear that you're coming to Chicago? Uh, next, next year I'll come to Chicago. I already came to Chicago, but uh, I'm going to do another tour next year. Hopefully, if people show up, I'll, uh, I will be in Chicago. I'll bring live? all my friends. Oh uh, yes. What What were you doing in Portland? Just visiting your daughter? Yeah, my daughter moved out there a couple of years ago with her boyfriend, and uh, I get out there maybe once or twice a year to see her. Nice, nice, nice. Did you guys do anything else besides go to my show? Um, sure we did, but that was the epicenter of my visit. I just want you to know that. Good, but man, um, good. we did a lot of the foodie things. We did some hiking, some waterfalls, things like that. Good, good, good. Well, I'm I, I'm glad. The best compliment I've ever received is that my live show was 
more majestic than a waterfall. Did you go? Which way? What's the name of the waterfall you went to? I think I've been there before. What's it called? Well, I mean, of course, she took me to Multnomah, and she's Multnomah, in the yeah, chat right now, so she can write down the other ones that we went to. They were they they were all cool. I I'm just a waterfall person. Um. No, I appreciate you saying that. I do these shows I, with no fucking... I mean, I go up, I have no idea what we're going to get into, so I'm glad that it was a good experience for you. But enough talking about my live show. Um, Susan, what what is it you called in to want to talk about today? Well, listen, I've got a lot that I could talk about, but I'll be choosy right now. I work at a major coffee house, and... I'm 57, kind of a late bloomer in life. Um, I had kids early, was in a bad relationship, got out of that, ended up on my own, ended up back into another bad situation, and Starbucks, that's the coffee company, is where I landed. I've been there for about six years, and I'm just not happy anymore. Mm. Uh, Okay, so you've been there for six years. Um, when did you start mm-hmm. being unhappy or were you just unhappy the whole time? Well, I'm going to say that the first six months to a year were good. And then, you know, I just started realizing what kind of people I was working with and, you know, didn't get treated the best. And, you know, instead of quitting, like a lot of people would, I chose to stuck it out. Um, and, and this is where I'm at right now. In what ways were the people not good to you? Well, I mean, as you know, and there's nothing wrong with younger people because I have two younger daughters, you know. And I mean, I try to stay um, hip and I try to stay knowledgeable about, you know, the younger generations. But I'm the older one there at work. So there's not a lot of relatability there. Every once in a while, I feel like they look up me uh, up to me as like a mom, but a lot of times we don't have a lot of commonality. Hmm. Okay. And do they? And, and I mean, you said that you so were. So you get untreated. left out of conversations. They don't. Yeah. They, they don't. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. I mean, I was going to say you said that they were treating you like actively poorly, and I was wondering if if they were being like hostile to you or or anything like that. But you were you were kind of explaining that. Yeah, well, there was just a couple of situations where um, we had we had a a trans person coming into the store, and apparently they were soliciting up and down the, the the strip mall that we have right there, and you know it got really bad. They were coming into the store and doing this, um, and we were told the next time they came in and were disruptive to call the police. Well, that happened, and I called the police. And then all of a sudden, everyone was calling me racist. And it wasn't about race at all. It was about someone coming into the store doing a bad thing. And we were told to respond in this manner. Okay. What were, what were they soliciting? Well, you know, they were either soliciting for money or they were soliciting for other things, you know? Sure. Okay. Hmm. And um, the people that you work with, have you, do you, have you worked with them for a, a while? Or is it kind of a rotating? I would say it had been about a year. Yeah, no. You either have a first shift or you have a second shift. They did not overlap. Um, so it was with the same shift. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
Um, when you, what do you like? If you could do anything, what would you do? Well, you know, I'm going to cut a long story short by saying when I was in my abusive relationship, he was a manager at a restaurant for a long time, and he wanted to start his own business because he hated his job. So he went out and bought all this woodworking equipment and was set on making pens for a living. Now, I have artistic ability, uh, uh, you know, in different areas, and he was like, well, you're going to do this. So he actually kind of forced me to learn how to make pens. I design and make um, wood and acrylic writing pens on a lathe. And at first I didn't want to do it. He was controlling and it was like he was trying to live through me. But then I got really good at it and he didn't like that. And I started learning marketing and I started going to all these art shows and craft shows and I was really shy and introverted. And then all of a sudden I was a really good salesperson and he didn't like that. And as soon as he found out that I was doing better than he could, he like lost interest in it and wouldn't help me anymore with it. Mm. So that's what I would be doing if I could do anything. Okay, so pens and craftsmanship, things with pens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was making really good money with it before. I was in art museum gift shops. I was selling to um, all these gift stores all over the country. I would spend hours on the white pages yellow pages online um, and emailing hundreds of stores every day. And that's yeah. how I built my sales. So what is it that's preventing you f- from doing that or, or, or stopped you from doing that? Well, financially, it's only me right now. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you that I live in an apartment that I, that I don't pay for right now because I can't. And I have that going for me, but I still don't generate enough to get out on my own. My first goal is to get out of this living situation because it's not good for me. Um, and then I would like to try to restart that business again. But I Why just see, the... can't seem to get the momentum to do that. I got a bunch of questions about stuff you just said, but why did why did the biz why did you why did the business stop in the first place? Um, number one, he lost interest in it when he saw that I was getting good and taking it over. And then I finally, because I lived with this person for, I'm going to say, 15 years. I had my two daughters with me. They were not his. He was not a nice person. Um, he would do just horrible things, like at the house, directed at me and directed at my children. And I finally, finally was given an opportunity to get out. My dad was, was, had cancer. He was dying. So I went and, and moved in so I could help him until he passed. And then I ended up having to come back here. So I had to stop that because I left him. Okay. And, hmm. All right. And so what's, again, I guess to go back to like the barriers between you and, continuing to do this business because i know that beforehand when you were doing it it was like you know it seemed like it was a two-person operation between you and that guy and um once that guy Mm -hmm. started to not want to be involved anymore it just kind of slowly fucked things up 
Um, but now yeah. it's been many years later, and it's still something you're interested in. Uh, I assume that there's uh, mm-hmm. upfront costs and time obligations and, and you know, uh, uh, manpower obligations and th- things that are between you and starting this business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, actually, yeah. when when I had, was running it before, we were living in a house. He was paying the rent. I had a huge garage, and that was my workshop. I kept all of my tools. I kept all of my supplies. So I don't have to put any money in it right now, but I do not have oh, really? a workshop space. I don't have a basement, and I don't have a garage. Okay, so you have um, you have inventory and things, and you say you don't need to put money in, into it, except you do need a space. Yeah. Okay. All right, so back to your living situation. You live for free, and you say you don't mm-hmm. have enough money to... What is it that you need money? You need money for a space, a workspace. I need to get out of this living situation first, um, because the guy that 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 I had left, and I know this is this is going to sound weird, but the guy that I had left when I came back after my dad died, I think he felt guilty. Although it did not change anything, did not change how my children felt about him, did not change how I felt about him, but he felt guilty. So he put me in an apartment and pays for it. I will never reconcile with him. I cannot wait to get out of this living situation because, number one, I feel indebted. Number two, it's not a comfortable situation. And I need my independence. I, and I just, it's so hard to get it now with this economy. Um, how long have you been living there for? Um, I moved back here in 2017. So you've been living rent-free for six years. I pay all the bills, but he pays the rent. And in those six years, I don't, I don't really know what the deal is with Starbucks, but like, have you, were you able to save up? Yeah, I save up and then, um, you know, things come up to where I need to fix the car or whatever. And then that kind of eats it down Um, during the pandemic. That's when it really got problematic because hours were greatly cut. And then my company, um, you know, they're looking to um, put newer equipment in the stores and whatnot. So, of course, that means that the labor is down. So where you used to get 40 hours a week. There was one point where I was getting like 21 hours a week just okay. to maintain insurance. And these days, these days, are you are you able to make are you able to make a full time living off of Starbucks to the point where you could at, at minimum find a roommate and rent a room? Um, You know, it, I, I, and I honestly I'm going to sound my age, but I've never even thought about living with a roommate. I never have. And I mean, maybe that's something that I have to visit because maybe that's the only way I'm going to get out of here. Um, my take home want... pay, and I'll be very transparent. My sure, take home pay to, after ahead. everything, like the insurance, is like twelve hundred dollars a paycheck. How many? How often do you get paid? Now I live in Chicago, in the suburbs, in a rich neighborhood. How often do you get paychecks? Say it again. How often are you getting paychecks? Every every two weeks, so I get I get that twice a month. Okay, so 
twenty four hundred bucks after tax. So twenty four hundred bucks after taxes a month. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before I pay my bills, yes. Okay. So, and you don't want to live in this rent free place anymore because you don't want shit to do with that guy, which is a totally legitimate thing. Correct. Well, I mean, that's the way I feel right now. I mean, it just it gets it gets harder as I get older. Like, I don't want to yeah. end up here when I'm ninety. Yeah, I want. I would, listen. I want you to know. It, and, and okay, so like you you said to me, you you don't want to live there anymore because you don't want to feel like you're indebted to this guy who is, has not been cool to you. That's that's that you're telling me. Yeah. I want, I, want, I want you to know, if you do need to get a roommate or do something like that, I, there's no shame in it. Especially if, you know, you're doing it as a result of, like, you know, a 15-year-long abusive relationship. There's, there's no shame in, in, in doing that. If that is the thing mm-hmm. that will bring you closer to doing a thing that makes you happy. Um, mm-hmm. and the thing with this pen thing, which it seemed as though you were very good at and you know, marketing and you have the hustle of, you know, going through the white pages and all that stuff. I, I mean, shit, man, I'd love to see you like try and do that again, especially if you don't have, um, any upfront costs to doing it i mean you were it sounds like you were doing it a long time ago and now there's you know there's tiktok and instagram and all these other things that you can use to promote and and market products and it's like i i i i'd love to see you at least finagle a way to to give it a try i know it's hard to do it uh uh under the Mm -hmm. like financial circumstances but if you have to get a roommate to avoid feeling like you're indebted to this guy oh. you were in an abusive relationship with for many years. I, I, I hope you don't take shame in that. Because that, there's no, there's no legit it's, reason it's, to. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't feel, I don't feel shame because I ended up here. I will feel ashamed of myself if I stay here. And a roommate, you know, would be great. I'm just... I'm so afraid that that's going to be it for the rest of my life. Like, I never got a chance to have my own house. I never got a chance to pay all the bills myself, you know? And I'm already 57 years old. I just feel like I haven't accomplished what I want to accomplish. And, I mean, I think one of the things that I want to tell your listeners is I envy all of you guys that are in your youth right now, and I just want you to know that you're going to hit a certain age and you're going to be like, where did the time go? And it's a scary thing. It's really a scary thing. I get, I get it. I mean, I don't get it because I'm not there and I'm sure when I'm there, I'll get it. But like, I, I guess I just want to like, like, I'm not going to solve all of your life's problems in this phone call, but I, I do want to get like, taking all the emotion out of it and all the age stuff out of it and just looking very plainly at like what is between you and being happy and like figuring that out a little bit Mm 
Have you talked to your daughters about all this stuff? My my one daughter is listening right now, and I'm going to tell you, I have been. We are extremely close, and they they know all about the difficulties when we were all living together and what went on. And I I raised two very strong daughters. I just want you to know I'm so proud of them. They're both completely opposite and different, but they're both very strong women. And I feel like that was my biggest accomplishment in my life because I didn't feel like I was strong and I didn't feel like mm-hmm. I was confident. And mm-hmm. I am so glad that I was able to give that to them. Mm-hmm. But they can't fix my problem. I don't expect them to fix my problem. Although I do joke with them and tell them when I'm geriatric, one of them is going to be changing my diapers, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whichever daughter decides to let me live with them when I can't take care of myself anymore. Okay. I, 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 I'm very happy to hear that you have a lot of pride in the way that you raised your daughters. That's huge. And I really think it is. Hmm. I guess I'm trying to think, like, I hope. (sighs) Are you, are you happy these days? No. And in all honesty, other than having my children Mm -hmm. and a few occasions Mm -hmm. here and there, I can't honestly say that I've ever really been happy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Am I saying that I'm like hugely depressed all the time? No, Mm -hmm. but I don't know what that is. I guess we're. Go- I feel like I've asked you this before over the course of this conversation, but just to go back to it, what do you think would make you happy? Well, number one, to get out of this living situation, okay. to make enough money to support myself and to be able to start my business again. I would still work my coffee house job because they have excellent insurance benefits and I need those. Okay. Mm-hmm. They also give me free stock and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I would definitely be able to start this business at the part time. I could do it in my spare time because it's all based from home unless I decided to go to an art show or a craft show. My stopping point for that business is I am not savvy to set up one of the social media accounts for my pens. Maybe someone that's listening is savvy and would be able to get in touch with me and help me out. Because I want to say, Susan, I, I you know, you could, and I'm going to go back to this because you talked about like when you were you 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 I, you did a little you did a little Wolf of Wall Street hustle and montage for me before <laughs> earlier in this. Con- you did. You did. You were like. I was, you know, selling them the gift shops and I was going through the white pages and I was figuring out the marketing and I was getting really good at it. It pissed off my husband. That's all 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 of that shit. That's still that that was not a that hustle and uh, desire and all that stuff that's within you. You can is still I I believe is still in you and can be applied to learning how to, you know, fucking make TikToks and things. So I think you're giving yourself not enough credit in terms of your ability to uh, figure out the figure outable things, because again, you went, you gave me the whole Wolf of Wall Street montage of you doing that, you know, six years ago, and I don't mm-hmm. think your ability to do that 
I'm, uh, if I could just get cheesy here for a second, I think your ability to do that is potentially only limited by your negative beliefs about yourself. Um, which I get, and I get, and I get. It. I don't want to be like a fucking Tony Robbins dude, but like, <laughs> you know, what 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 other shot do we have? You know. So, so I, I think you're not giving yourself enough credit in terms of your potential to figure these things out. And, um, and I wish you did, because you seem really cool, and it seems like this is something that you like, and I, and I do think that you could do it, at least, at least enough to, like, make some extra money, even if you're not, you know, building a whole fucking empire. At least enough to get something going. You know, is any, is any of this making sense to you? Or right. Am I? Yeah, it is. Listen, I have had a day and a half to lay here in my bed and think about it because um, I brought a bug back from Portland. My daughter ended up with COVID and I think I just have a bad case of the flu. But I've been laying in bed sweating and just thinking about this stuff, which is why I got up the courage to give you a call because I really don't want to settle like this anymore. I want to get out of here. Life is short. It is short. Do it, Susan. I know. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. I hate. I hate. It's like it's a bummer. I hate. I hate. You know. I want to be motivational, but I also understand the 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 difficulties <laughs> that, that are present in in just doing it. I really, really, really do. Um, yeah. But 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 like, fuck, Susan. At least give it a try. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna send you some pictures of my pens when we get off the phone and you can look at them. Okay, I'll take a look at your pens. What do you have a Do you have any social media set up on your pens? No, I just you know I've got a regular Facebook and I will okay. post them on there occasionally, but I don't All want right. everybody looking at everything there. All right. Well, but um, when I get one, I will share it with you. Okay. Well, Susan, I'm glad that I'm glad. I I hope that this phone call was enjoyable for you. I appreciate you calling in and, and talking about all this stuff. I hope it was of some yeah. positive benefit to you. And um, mm -hmm. thanks for sharing all of this. Yeah, and I just want to thank you because you're giving my daughter and I another uh, form of bonding. Um, by That's sharing nice. in your show. So I appreciate you very much. Of course. And um, talking to you, I'm now realizing that the Canadian accent and the Midwestern accent sound very similar. Because I thought you were Canadian for a little bit. <laughs> and I remembered you're Midwestern. Because we're from Chicago. Uh, Susan, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? No, just I love everyone on your show, and I like all the comments and all the suggestions. And thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. Have a good night, Susan. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Hmm, I'm trying to think. I mean, I use pens. Do people, st people still write stuff? Every year, people use pens a little bit less. But... I mean, damn. Okay, I just tried to be motivational, but then I'm now I'm like, yeah. Every year, people use pens a little bit less. I mean, it's I want to be I want to be motivational, but also not lie. Every year, people use pens less, but 
in terms of like the like the people who fucking um are like connoisseurs and appreciators of like um artisan pens you know those people every year a lot of them die because it's usually elderly people but uh, maybe they have children and they teach their children to appreciate pens do the pens thing, Susan. Do it. Do it, and let's see what... I don't want to... Because I could sit here and conjecture. But there's only one way to find out if it'll work. All right. I want to eat a pen right now. I don't know why. Hey, folks. This episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA, and I did make a little extra money which I, of course, put safely away in a high-interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money, too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less, it's that easy. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today hello hello how are you hello lyle yes what's up man how are you how much how are you i'm just chilling uh what's what's new what's going on i'm just chilling nothing's new you want to hear my story uh tell me to start with the middle What's the middle of the story? The middle of the story is I'm I'm dangling by my fingertips on a billboard. Ooh, that's a good middle. Yeah, let's hear the whole thing. All right. Um, so I was uh, I was with my homies and we were doing some graffiti, and um, we decided to go hit this billboard, um, and we climbed up like 40 feet on an I beam. And I tried to pull myself up. Fuck, I'm nervous, bro. <laughs> You're nervous. You were da- um, you were dangling. You almost died. And you're nervous <laughs> talking to an insane guy in a gecko pajamas on the Call of Duty <laughs> website. You almost died, man. You can do anything. Who are you? Tell That's me the true. story. That's true. All right. So I climbed like 40 feet up an I-beam. And by the time I got up the I-beam, I was, like, hella out of strength. So I tried to pull myself up, and I was dangling by my fingertips because I couldn't pull myself up. And then I had to, like, let go 
and slide down the I-beam. And I was in jean shorts and a tank top. So I cut myself up hella bad and fell like 40 feet to the ground. But I didn't even break any bones or anything. That shit was crazy. You fell 40 feet to the Okay, so you were dangling and you fell like, so you like kind of slid down a pole. I had to let go of the grip that I had on the billboard and grab the I-beam and basically hug it and slide down it. 40 feet. It was like, yeah, 30 or 40 feet. I don't know. What was the billboard for? Dude, I couldn't tell you, honestly. <laughs> you couldn't but I've hit you a lot of billboards. the billboard was for when you, when you tagged it? I didn't tag it. I didn't even get all the way up. I was with, I was with two it, other friends. You know, what if it was like a had... billboard for like breast cancer research or something and you were you fucking drew a big penis oh. on it? <laughs> you know what's funny? Okay, first of all, I wouldn't have done a penis because I'm actually, I'm hella raw. We were going to do some dope ass pieces up there. But it's funny that you should mention that because I've hit a lot of billboards and I have a pattern of not looking at what they say before I get on them. And I've hit one for an adoption agency. <laughs> and one time I got up on one and it was for like autism awareness. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I would, I would feel too bad to go over that one. Yeah. So I ripped the billboard off and I painted underneath it. So... I have. Yeah, you're the first you know. person I've ever met that has used art to make the lives <laughs> of children worse. You know what? I you you have a point there, but it was not bad intentions. So so you so you uh, you defiled an autism awareness billboard to make one of those no like, no no like I ripped it off things. I ripped it off, and I threw it off, and then I painted underneath it. What did you paint underneath it? I, I'm not going to tell you because I gave the, the caller my real name. Uh, <laughs> wait, hold on. I, wait, okay, so okay, so we know it's something you would not want to be associated with. Well, it's a secret name. I'm a graffiti writer. I've been I've been writing graffiti for a long time. What did you What did you write under the board? What did you put under there? Did we did we say my name on this? I don't know. I can bleep it out if you want. All right. Well, Smiler. 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 You wrote. Wait. You just wrote your name. No, I wrote Smiler. What is that? That's my name. That's well. That's what I write. Did you put? So you just put your own name? Yeah. Yeah, my tag. You, if you will. climbed for you totally deserved the thing that happened to you at the beginning of this. You climbed nah. a billboard. <laughs> you climbed the billboard to get rid of an autism awareness ad to write your own name no, on the billboard. These are, well, to be to be clear, these are separate instances. But yeah, basically. Somebody in the chat just said Lyle doesn't get graffiti. I, I don't know if this is me not getting graffiti. <laughs> couldn't you have? But just, I, dude, I think you get you it. Picked, I think you get couldn't it. Couldn't you have picked like a fucking Krispy Kreme ad or something other than autism awareness? I just I, I choked that up to to unawareness. 
because truly I didn't look at what it said before I went up there. Awareness is important. I like yeah, I like right. um, I like that, that you were like <laughs> it's much more important for people to see my name than to see this. Well, let me let me ask you something. What's the difference between me doing it and the advertisement agency doing it? What are you talking about? It's just that they paid for it. What they did, they, right? the, the 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 charity paid for. People donate to autism awareness. Okay, sure. And then people right. donate to I, autism I actually, awareness, I was just saying, and then they're funding your stupid tag. Yeah, that was an outlying instance. I I've hit a lot of billboards. They're not all like that, you know. Tell me which was. Tell me about the adoption agency one. What did you put on there? I wrote Smiler. I wrote Smiler on every single one of them. You didn't even write any. You didn't. Here's the thing. If you had replaced it. If you like, if you were bidding for attention with a greater cause of some kind, like if I don't know, man, even even if you like had some kind of pretentious message behind, even if you drew a little fucking uh, like eye or something, and you were like, well, this eye represents world peace, or whatever, even if you had intentions of some uh-huh. kind of a nice message of something, it would still be douchey. But I, but I would be like, okay, at least he thought he was doing something. But you just tore it down <laughs> to write your fucking name. You know what? <laughs> I was on a sick one, Lyle. I was on a sick one. What does that mean? It means I was acting crazy and I wasn't. I wasn't worried about anything in that moment. Okay, tell me. Do you write Smiler on all of them? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, one day. But um, billboards aren't all that. Dude, one day there's gonna be one of those kids at the um, at the orphanage is gonna make it big in uh, politics in your local area. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna fucking come for Smiler, dude. I'll I'll accept it. I'll accept my fate at that point. You're gonna get um, what's that movie? Orphan Black. I've never heard of it. I've never heard of it either. I just. Uh, is that a real sh- okay. chat? Is that a real show? Orphan Black, or is that a movie? I don't know. I don't know this movie. What's somebody it about? Somebody in the chat is saying. Somebody in the chat is saying. Brandon, we can keep all this chat stuff in. Somebody in the chat is saying that Autism Speaks is a hate group. I don't know why I repeated that. I don't want. If that's, I don't think that's true. But I, I have no idea. I'm not gonna Google that. Wait, what is, what is it? I, no, I'm not repeating that. Okay. What else? What else have you? Okay. Built? What, what other? What other billboards have you torn t- t- down? I've hit a lot of billboards. To be honest, I probably couldn't remember what a lot of them said. But I'm I'm pretty much done hitting billboards if it makes you feel comfortable because I almost died doing it. So Wait, hold on. Okay, somebody actually. This to. might hold on. This might be your lucky day, man. A lot of people in the chat are saying that autism speaks is. Uh, a, like a bad group. Let me Google this real quick. Okay. All right. Damn. They're fucking with me. Well, I'll Wait, bring it back to my them? original point. I there was no intention. I didn't know what it said. So you could praise me. You could hate me. I didn't do. I didn't really do anything. 
I, listen, here's the thing. I'm not going to put Autism Speaks on blast. I don't know anything about them. But apparently, 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 it's people are torn on it. So you're you're not you're not going to be universally condemned for your actions. But I don't know. Right. I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> what? Tell me some other billboards that you've defiled. Well, I can't remember all of them. It's been a, it's been a long time, you know. It's been a long time I've been doing this. Some other I haven't forgotten about the adoption agency, though. You fucked over some kids. You did. You did. I'll, we'll, yeah. Can you admit you fucked over some kids? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, yeah, you're right. I didn't look at that one before I got up also. And you know what? You know what? Honestly, I hit an, I I hit an Apple one. An Apple one? An Apple billboard for the iPhone. Okay. Have you fucked, have you hit, like, um, cause you know what, you actually, you fucked over a lot of people also because some, cause I know you've hit hundreds of billboards and you don't even know what it is. Some very hungry trucker drove, drove uh-huh. by exit 35 without having any idea that there was a McDonald's there and you fucked that guy over. Yeah. No, I would argue that if someone wants McDonald's, they're going to see it, you know, they're going to find it. That billboard your, isn't going to make too much of a difference. So, uh, are you a full-time graffiti artist, or does that not make a lot of money? No, I'm a tattooer, actually. Oh, uh, okay. You're graffitiing people's bodies. Yeah. Yep, tagging people's bodies. I'm on. I'm on tour right now, tattooing. Give me some. Give me some tattoos that you've done recently. Um, I did "Lover" in graffiti letters on my friend's collarbones. Um. I've been doing a lot of like alien shit lately, like aliens with like foreshortened guns and like all kinds of just sci-fi shit. Um, my thing right now is kind of like characters with big shoes and I'm like hella into fashion. So I just dress them up in like cool ass, like trip pants and like new rock shoes, that type of shit. So, like, uh, like, yeah. like who, what characters? My just these little characters that I draw, just little like little bras. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it was, I thought you were drawing like like uh, I was gonna say I was gonna use Mickey Mouse, but that would be a bad example because he already has big shoes. Yeah, he does, and big ears. How long have you been tattooing for? Like two and a half years. I've been okay, full time but... tattooing um, for like a year though. Um, what were you doing before you were a tattoo artist? I did a bunch of shit, but just random ass jobs like grocery stores, you know, cafeterias, dishwashing, um, sweeping, just random ass shit. Uh, a few people in the chat are asking so what your Instagram I'm is. Stoked. You, can, I know that you wanted to stay anonymous. I can't. You, you can, can if you want. <laughs> if they if they know, they know, and they might know, Lyle. They might. You know what? I think that was a good idea. You sacrificed uh, a good free self-promotion bit in favor of yeah. not putting a face to the guy who defiled the uh, adoption billboard. <laughs> now, you are... No, so so you're so ever since the accident, you're giving up? No, I'm not giving up on graffiti. Just not, like, climbing like that. I learned it's not really worth it to risk my life. Yeah, I know? feel like... That shit I, was crazy. I, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's a karma thing. Yeah, you you could be right. You could be right. Believe me, I've thought about that. 
There was definitely a few orphans late at night greasing up that <laughs> billboard pole. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Where else are you going to tag now True. that you are, 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 uh, have retired from billboards? Well, shit, Portland and then Seattle. That's what we're doing right now. But okay. um, anywhere. Wait, dude, I was just I there. Mean, I'm considerate. You know, like, I know you were. Dude, you know what's fucked up is I was supposed to be at your San Francisco show. I had a ticket and I I, uh, I couldn't go. Why not? Because I got sick. Oh. Yeah. That's a good reason not so to I, go. Hey, look at that. I didn't put anybody at risk. I'm a good person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we'll give you points for that. Um, there we go. What? Uh, I was looking where, forward where... to it, man. I was looking forward to it. I bought it like months in advance too. It was a, it was a good show. That the San Francisco one. It was it was it was good. It's, I'll be back. My be friend. Back. My friend went. What did they like it? Hey, what's up? Yeah, yeah, he liked it. He's Wait, also it a tattooer. Yelling? He's here with me. Yeah, he's also a tattooer. He was there when I almost died. Um, we had another crazy thing happen yesterday in in the name of graffiti. What was it? <laughs> um, so we're up here tattooing in Portland right now. Um, but we had to stop and get some spray paint on the way. And he, I'm too scared to steal. But he went into Home Depot in Salem, Oregon. Damn, I'm giving up all the information. <laughs> But he went into Home Depot and he tried to steal paint and he ended up having to run and like hopping fences and shit. And I don't even have a license, but I had to take his car and pull over on the freeway where he was hiding in the bushes. Like there was no shoulder, but I had to like pull over up onto a hill and he like ran hella far and got in the car and and we're good. But that happened too. <laughs> He's right like here. Graffiti gets you into a lot of trouble. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yo, I have a question, Lyle. Yeah, I give your friend the phone. All right. Thank you. Bye. Hey, what's up, dude? Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> um, I caught me and my friends. We did like some therapy gecko tags outside of the show. Did you see those by any chance? Wait, you did therapy <laughs> gecko tags? I want you. Yeah, to, hold on, hold on. I can I just, say, can, I just, can I just say this on record, real quick? Can I? Can you give mm -hmm. me a second? Um. I in no way, shape, or form support the uh, defiling of any uh, adoption agency advertisements in the name oh. of a therapy <laughs> advertisement. It's good. It was like on a bus stop ad, like some random shit just on the glass. And what then was one the was ad on for? like a green bus. Dude. Who knows? They get changed. What do you mean? You can't. What do you mean? Who knows? We all, dude. Have we not been over this? Yo, you get. Yo, 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 yo. yo. Wow, you wow, put wow. therapy. You, you the crossed out tiny little St. Jude's Hospital and wrote therapy gecko, didn't you? That would be heinous. That would be fucked up. But you know, like, it's just being outside and playing around. Like, it's. I don't know. I don't think it's as deep as it. I don't know. It's not that deep. It's all good, you know. Just, I, I, I appreciate you spreading the word, but if you would just look at what it is you're spray painting on first. It, I got you. I understand that. I respect that. Um, I send me a send me a send me, Do you is it? Are you do you live near the area? Uh, I live in Oakland. Okay. Um, well, next time you're there, send me a picture. I want to yeah. see. Did you take a picture of it at least? 
Uh, no, I didn't. I don't take pictures of a lot of the stuff I do. Yeah, yeah, we'll do a huge one for you on a blank freeway wall that is just literally a blank canvas just asking for it, you know? Okay, well, as long as um, I'll send you a picture I'm of that. not criminally just implicated don't... in any way in this, I'm, I'm on board. Nah, you're good. I'm going to do it regardless. I'll send it to you and you'll, you'll get a kick. Awesome. <laughs> uh, is there anything else yeah. either of you guys want to say to the people of the computer before we go? Uh, I love y'all. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. I'll um, I'll see. I'll see. I'll see you guys uh, at the next. I'm gonna be at the next SF one. Yeah, you will. Okay. I'll introduce yeah, myself. Okay, perfect. You can spray paint. Um, I'll wear a shite tee. I'll wear a shite tee and I'll, I'll be like so <laughs> I'll tattoo it. It's good. I'll, I'll give you a free tattoo, Lyle. <laughs> I don't know what I would want. I don't have any. Ta- I, I don't have any tattoos. I'm not a big tattoo guy. But um... let me do a gecko on you. Well, I'm, there's a, there's probably a good ah, amount of time. It's a little on the nose, don't you think? Though. What the gecko? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have a lot of time to think about it, right? Yeah. Right now, I'm with Gorilla on the yeah. asshole, but my mind might change at some point. All right. Good night, guys. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, thanks, man. Bye. Dude, it's definitely they definitely spray painted therapy gecko on like some kind of fucking children's cancer research thing. And now I'm a part of that. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. Hey folks, it's Lyle. I'm here because I'm going to end this podcast right now with a little clip from my a series of street interviews that I did on the streets of Glasgow, Scotland. I do this thing where I go to foreign countries and set up a microphone and some chairs in various places and talk to whoever is down to talk to me. And uh, I was in Glasgow and I had a really interesting interview with this guy who like just left a a alcohol detox uh, like the, the uh, I guess like minutes before he sat down to talk to me and we talked for a while and after we talked i was like all right listen man are you sure you want me to like use all this stuff and he was he was like um insisted that 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 he wanted to you know tell his his story and talk about this stuff so um here's a little here's a little clip from that uh if you want to see the full thing of of uh my my adventures in Scotland, you can go to youtube.com slash Lyle Forever and type in being a gecko in Scotland, and the full thing will be there. I'll also put a link to it in the description. So let's transport ourselves from uh, away from a tiny little room with no one else in it into the streets of Glasgow, Scotland. What's your what's your name, dude? Two What? Two 
Do I want to buy that? Yeah, oh, sorry, man. I, I don't have any pounds. What's your name? What's your name? Uh, Robbie Mark Dockrell. Robbie Mark Dockrell. What's going on with you, man? What you doing in the park today? How's it going? Uh, well, I was at um, the Royal Infirmary. The Royal Infirmary? Yeah, detoxing from alcohol. Oh, okay. And then uh, they wouldn't give me enough Valium. Okay. So I was like, fuck this. Like, I just packed up my shit and then left and then got booze. Okay. How are you uh, How are you feeling in life feel, in general? I feel good. I was pu- I'm pumped up on, like, uh, thiamine and, like, uh, all sorts of vitamins. Okay. And stuff, so... I'm probably looking and feeling better than I have in a while. Okay. Yeah. What um hmm, what what kind of stuff makes you makes you look and feel good? What do you mean? I, I don't know. Just what what makes you feel happy? Drugs. Okay, that's fair. Uh, do you, alcohol, so, wait, so you were alcohol, um, oh music obviously. Oh, well, tell me about the music. Uh, Underworld, uh, ODB, uh, fucking. Try to think. Who else? The Stranglers, uh, The Damned, Sex Pistols, uh, Inner City, uh, all kind of like nineties acid house, kind of like unknown stuff. Frankie Bones. Cool, cool. Frankie Bones. Do you play music at all? Do you do make any music yeah, yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you What do you make music about? I'm tra- I'm trained and am I meant to like look at the camera? Oh, you can look wherever. Yeah, yeah. sure. Go ahead. I'm I'm trained. I'm trained in. My mum likes to say I'm trained in uh, classical violin, um, which I am, but if you had to be a violin, I wouldn't know what the fuck to do. With it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, but I play fl- flamenco guitar, which is which is pretty cool. Nice, nice, man. Yeah. Why the um, why the green gecko suit? It's kind of dangerous in Glasgow, you know. Is it really? Tell me yeah. why. Uh, well, because everything else is orange and red and blue. Oh. Oh, is it like is it dangerous to wear green in Glasgow? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm Oh, okay. No, you've got, you've got, you've got an army. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, because I was gonna say, here's the thing: like all these places I'm going to, like you could tell me anything, and I would yeah. just believe you. Like if you told me that wearing green in Glasgow was like a, a I don't know, a, a sign of like disrespect to the locals, I'd be like, oh shit, I gotta change. No, no, not at all. It's just like there's some areas where you know how you've got red, amber, green. Sure. Like, there's places in Glasgow, like Crichton, things where they actually paint over the, the green, like, sign. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, hey, I got a question for you. Yes. Well, uh, what does your tattoo on your neck mean? The discon- It says disconcerning smile. Yeah, so when whenever someone asks it, and then it kind of makes you smile, and it's kind of like a disconcerting smile. Like, oh, like whenever somebody asks you about the tattoo, it makes them smile? Or you no, smile? No, 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 no. If someone asks me... What does this like? Why do you have disconcerting smile, right? Then I can't help but like kind of smile, and it's kind of disconcerting. Like I've got a bad smile, you know. Oh, why? What makes you have a bad smile? I don't know, cause I've got sh- kind of shitty teeth. How many followers have you got on uh, YouTube? Uh, don't say like two point one million. No, nah, no, I don't have two point one million. I, that's not a few people watch this. Not nothing crazy. Okay. Ask me some more questions. Come on, I, I okay. like, I like All right. questions. I All like right. questions. What's your What's your dream in life? Uh, to make music and become um, famous and destroy the world. Why do you want to destroy the world? Because it's disgusting. What do you find disgusting about the world? Um, that everyone um, tells shit jokes and laughs at each other's shit jokes, and mm. everyone's fake. You feel Aside like everyone's from old people 
you know, you see everyone like like over there. Yeah. Like they all um, sit with in their you know like little restaurants, and they say like little quips, you know, and they and they're like. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You know, and, and and you know, it's just it's just like everything's just um, a self congratulatory ego trip. Um, there's there seems to be a lot of things that are not um, real anymore. Mm. Um, do you feel like the world is disgusting because people aren't no, real? No, I wouldn't and say disgusting. I love, I love life. I love life, but like, yeah. I just, I just think that there's a lot of things that there's a lot of wrongs that should be corrected. What, what are what are some other wrongs that you feel should be corrected? Uh, I don't know. Uh, people that have um, like girls that have short hair and it's like colored. I don't like that. But you, I mean, you got color, you got like colored tattoos. Yeah, I know. I drew it myself. I've also got like cuts in my arms. I did mm. that myself too. Mm. All right. So your dream in life is to destroy the world, make music, and and uh, kind of hang out. What do you think about all day? Um. What do I think about all day? That's a good question. I'm actually trying to answer your questions. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, genuinely. Yeah, yeah. Um, what what do I think about all day? Um, I think about my struggle with alcohol. Yeah. Um, and how I love it though. Yeah. And then I'm I'm kind of like torn between, sh- you know, should I love it or should I hate it? Mm. I think um, I think I think um. I think that there's a, there's a thing. Do you know um, the comedian Patrice O'Neill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So he said, um, "Have your opinions, but don't let your own your opinions, but don't let your opinions own you." Yeah. I think there's a lot of things in life where, um, you know, like people like they let they let things own them without realizing it. Like you know, for example, um, if you have like a drug problem and you you have total abstinence. Um, you 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 know and you go oh this is my 14th year sober this is my 28th year sober it, yeah, you're still so. kind of fucking controlled by it yeah just because sure. you're not doing it sure you know so like i mean i think a little bit of balance i don't know that's that's just my view on it. no no that's i i understand i understand where that viewpoint comes from it's like if you're like uh so you're still controlled by it basically. yeah yeah like like if, if you're um whether you're a, a total abstination or total en- engulfing yeah. in it, it still has some form of power yeah. in your life. Yeah. And and also one, what, just one more thing, because probably yeah. these guys like hate me and what like want me to stop talking. What? No, um, no, 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 please. But I think people should um, people should train themselves to try and talk slower, um, because um, language is so um, integral to like your psychology, and if you can slow down how you speak, you can appreciate things a lot better. And you can see a lot more. Like, for example, you know, um, like the other week I was staying at Manana's, I was looking out the window, listening to music, and like a sparrow came and like hit a, hit a, um, like a bush. They kind of like bounced off it. Or it was like, do you know what a whirly gig is? You guys know what a whirly gig is? You know what, what you have your, uh, like washing on? It's like th- those little things are like shaped like squares and like, yeah. So like there's this old woman and her, her husband died a few years ago. She lives behind us. So her, like, her garden's kind of like a little bit like skewed. And uh, there was a crow landed on it and it spun like all the way around. So I think um, slow your life down so that you can appreciate just like little things like that. 
I think that's um, the most uh, meaningful kind of shit. Hmm. Do you um? Hmm. Do you make? Do you record music at all? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and it's not. Um, it's not. It's not like on Ableton Live where you can create a you know like a drum, uh, like you know like a drum set and you know like cut and paste it and add it on. You know yeah. everything's recorded live through a, um, like a Focusrite interface. Yeah. Um, and it's very kind of like Balearic. Yeah. Um, and my idea, just to get it out there to whoever's listening and watching. Um, I'm not doing it because no one else has ever done it. I'm doing it because it comes natural. Um, but I'm going to do like a an album that has a chord progression, but then it kind of uh, differs from it and then returns back to it, mm. okay, a few times, um, accompanied by uh, a visual, you know, um, things that are kind of like postmodern, um, you know, because I hate postmodernism. So, you know, for example... You know, that, like that seagull flying, flying by a tree, a clip of that, um, and then a clip of a child like running, and then a clip of a like a bomb hitting it, like hitting a rack, and then, you know, a clip of a whale jump, jump, you know, everything Such happening shit, all yeah. at the one time. Yeah. Um, you know, like a coagulation of reality. I want to ask you. I want to go back real quick to uh, you. You you talked about like slowing down. Yeah. Like, is this a is it this this kind of realization you made of like, oh, I want to slow down a little bit more, and is that a recent thing? Is that a recent realization you've come the, to? And and if so, what made you come to that realization? I think in the past few years, um, I developed a lot of things that I'd never experienced before that were new to me, and they were. Uh, am I holding this close enough? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, right there. Yeah. Um, like they were they were foreign to me therefore I was afraid of them but just because something's foreign to you doesn't mean that you should be afraid of it you should fear's your friend not your enemy yeah um and so um like you know like when these kind of things happened uh you know like I developed a stutter when I'm stressed you know I get like a like a choke in my throat um that was really scary the first time it happened but it doesn't scare me anymore um, but I learned that the, the slower that I spoke, the more it kind of changed my psychology um, and the way that I looked at things. You know, if, if someone is erratic and sped up and they speak, you know, da 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 yeah, da da yeah, da, yeah. you know, they're, all they're thinking of is themselves. They're seeing themselves in the mirror constantly, um, while, you know, while they're talking. Whereas if you slow yourself down, uh, you can self-express and you know you can you can actually see what's in front of you. Mm. Yeah, that's what I think. Mm. Mr. Gecko. Yeah. What uh, do you have? A, do you have a job? Do you go to school? Do you do anything like that? No, I'm on LCWRA, which is limited capability for work and work-related activity. Okay. Uh, which means that I receive, um, well, from that anyway, I receive six hundred pounds a month for doing sweet fuck all, and it's great because it's free money, um, and also. Um, uh, disability allowance uh, because of anxiety and uh, bipolar, yeah. like uh, uh, generalized anxiety, not like just normal. So, uh, so you came, you came here from uh, from like a detoxing. Yeah, I came from here from hospital. I left. Mm-hmm. I just uh, I packed up and said fuck this because I was shaking like 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 really really shaking God, was it, was it was withdrawal yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, the doctor wouldn't he just didn't give a fuck he cared more like I said about his beard and like looking good than me 
Um, and so I thought, if someone if someone in life, as far as I'm concerned, oh shit, sorry. You right? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Cool. Um, as far as I'm concerned, if if someone in life, right, is so ego driven, um, and you try to have a truthful conversation with them, um, you're not going to get a truthful response because, um, they're ego driven, you know. So, for example, if this man thought that you know he is always going to be correct and he's never going to listen to me, and I'm just this you know whatever this patient. And he's the main guy. He's a he's a he's the star of the show. He's the main character in his movie. Um, you know, I like. I kind of thought to myself, Robbie, you could explain the truth. You know, you could explain to him that, you know, drinking twelve liters of um, cider a day, and not eating and not sleeping and having half bottles of vodka in between that, um, for years and years and years. Um, requires a little bit more than 20 milligrams of uh, diazepam. Um, he would take that as an ego kind of insult, almost as if I was telling him him his job. Sure, and so, he and he so that offended it would, him. It would, you know, resistance is futile. Essentially, is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, so I just, I just, I, I gave up. I just packed everything up and. And left. I didn't even discharge myself. I just left. Can I ask you something? You know, you seem like dude, you're you're a smart guy. You're thinking a lot about. Uh... Can I just show this to the camera? Oh, sure. What is it? It's my cross that I carry with me everywhere. Ah, oh. my chains. Oh, is that who? Where's Where's your homie at that gave that to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's over there. They're over there. So, like, when you said you were like, there's there's that kind of tough dichotomy of like. If you're drinking all the time, then it's got a hold of you. But also, if you're completely abstaining, then it's got a hold of you. And you're thinking about, like... Because I, I assume you have, like, you know, desires to want to wanna try to live, like, the best kind of life you can for yourself. Like, how are you, how are you, how are you thinking about your situation moving forward? Like, what do you think is the best way moving forward for you to be happy and live a good life and do, do what's um, right for you? I would say to be unconditional and... Um for you to not think about yourself, to think about others in your relationships with others. Um, if you can maintain a, a lifestyle that you like, um, with and it either benefit or not affect negatively other people, um, then that's kind of what you want to aim for. Um, you know, for example, you know, like I love alcohol. Um, but you know, there there comes a point where you're not drinking to get drunk anymore. You're drinking to feel normal. So you have to keep it real. Um, you know, and you have to you have to be honest with yourself. And you know, there's like if there's one thing that I've learned, um, and I always always tell my older sister this. Um, see the moments in life where you where you stop and you kind of put your head between your legs and, you know, kind of, like, shake your head and maybe cry or you go, like, for example, I would go, Robbie, this is fucking bad, man. This is bad. Those are the moments in life that are the best moments in life mm. because they're true, you know? That's that's you self-actualizing. You're no longer being a selfish, um, you know, self-fulfilling... Uh, you know, human being, you're 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 being something out with that. You know, you're being what you're intended to be. 
which is a, a, you know a, a good um, a good person that doesn't just live for yourself but lives for other people you know um, so like I just I believe in self-actualization um, and you can achieve self-actualization very easily um, purely just by um, balance you know um, like I always say um, life wouldn't be so beautiful if it wasn't so painful yeah okay yeah and that's not that's not some kind of you know sound good sound bite you know um saying or whatever you know you know whatever the case may be it's it's true you know like you, you know you life has to be painful you know can i ask who are like uh like when you're thinking about you know the other people in your life mm. that you want to like be there for and try to help out in, in the context of all these things you're saying like who, uh, who would those people be do you have people like that well I um, I struggle with that one because sorry I keep on holding it so far away that's um, all good I struggle with that one because I think that um, I would love I would love to be successful and for my children um, and my nieces and nephews if I have any in the future and their children to be looked after um, but I was my happiest when I had no money and I'm not I'm not talking about that in a kind of Theravadan you know Buddhist kind of sense I just mean you know when I had no money uh, when I had no money for some reason I was I was happy um, so you know like so what was the question again? Sorry man, so so I'm talking about like uh you, you talked about like really wanting to like live life like not for yourself and all that stuff and that's kind yeah. of what self actualization yeah. is for you. Yeah, who who are some people in your well, life who I mean if you look at like like have you ever watched uh, like Ozzy Osbourne and his kids? Uh no nah, uh, sort of, yeah I know who right, they are. Okay, yeah, so Ozzy yeah, yeah. Osbourne's sick, yeah. But like you see his his kid Jack during a TV show, it's a little shit. You know what I mean? Because he gets everything he wants, and you know, we, like, like they they they're not treated like, you know, as if they're like actual children. So, what would I want for people? I would like for um, just to get this on camera. I would like a a, um, a non-utilitarianist, non-nihilist, um, non-godless society. Um, where you don't just count um, on uh, balancing good against evil um, and you actually just kind of have faith in uh, the process of things and realise that there is no nothing new under the sun. Um, I'm not a Bible basher, but I think that people worry about a lot of things that they shouldn't worry about. Everything always seems to solve it itself in one way or another. Um, you know, And you could say, well, what if, what if I got diagnosed with pancreatic cancer right now? Um, if I got diagnosed with pancreatic cancer right now, I don't know what I would do, but part of me kind of thinks I would laugh because God has a sense of humour. And me professing all these things, acting like a smart guy, when I'm not really, I'm just a human being. Like, don't listen to a single word that I said. It just sounds good. Or I hope it sounds good. But I just sound good. That's it. People are just good at sounding good. What's your name again, man? Robbie. Robbie? Nice to meet you, Robbie, man. What's, uh, 
Is there anything else you want to say to the people of the computer before we go? Any thi um, final thoughts, feelings, or sentiments? I love you, Mum. I love you, Dad. Uh, this isn't a suicide message. It's just a normal message. <laughs> Good, man. <laughs> That's it. What are, you do what are you doing the rest of the day? Um, I don't know. Drinking and probably getting sectioned. <laughs> well, have a go and rub it. Oh, you all right? <laughs> yeah. By the way, you are not the first person to no, do no, that. No, 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 <laughs> Just no, so you that know. Was, that was Oliver Reed style. Is that say again? Oliver Reed. Oh, who's Oliver Reed? Oliver Reed, do you know the Hellraiser? Uh, not really. No. Okay, I'll have to look him up. Okay, yeah, I'll have yeah, to look him up. Look him up, look him up. <laughs> All right. Oh, it's uh, Lyle Forever. Don't for, don't forget the uh, the fake bracelet thing. Yeah, is that is that is that okay with you? Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll probably put it on YouTube at some point. Yeah, I'll put it on YouTube at some point. Do you, are you cool with me showing all? You don't want me to blur your face or anything like that? All right, let's do it. All right, man. <laughs> that one I won't sign off on. Hey, hey, nice to meet you, Robbie. Take care. God bless you too, man. You take care. You know, it's interesting thinking about what he said about uh, you know if if whether whether you're completely abstaining from something or completely engaged in something, it uh, has a hold on you. That's interesting to think about. I have my own vices. I have my own. Uh, things now alcohol's not really one of them you know but uh uh fucking i mean i was talking about eating hamburger flavored potato chips and that definitely is one of them um and i don't know i i, I it was interesting talking to that guy he seemed like uh seemed like a smart dude he seemed like you know he was struggling with some stuff but that he also had a i don't know some i w th his his pessimism was sprinkled with notes of optimism, I think. At least that's my interpretation of it. And he seems like a, a nice guy and a sweet guy and a guy with good intentions. And I wish him well and I hope that uh, he eventually, you know, does whatever is the best option for him in his life. And I hope he doesn't discover the Whopper-flavored potato chips because that would just sink him deep, deeper into some kind of hole. And I hope, he, I hope he sells that bracelet to someone. Maybe. Thank you, Robbie. God bless you.